1: I'm Melissa Link from the Archdiocese of Chicago Office of Catholic Schools. I'm joined remotely this morning by Ronnie Faison, Principal at St. Francis de Sales High School. We are broadcasting live on WNDZ Radio 750 AM, as well as streaming on our YouTube channel, Catholic Chicago. We're ready to welcome two more fantastic guests to the show. Ronnie, do you want to introduce our next guest?
2: I'm so excited. Anytime we
1: get to talk to kiddos,
2: it's like, you know, the best part of my day. So um, we have two amazing kiddos uh, and teachers and principals that are going to come and talk to us this morning. Um, so this morning, we're pl- so pleased to welcome Shane. Shane, I don't want to ruin your last name, so please correct me. Sashik. Sashik. I wanted to get it right. I said, I'm not going to ruin this this morning. He's the principal of um, of Lady of the Mount Carmel Academy. And Courtney, Courtney, give me your last name. Hileji. Pelegi, Miss Pelegi, teacher and Science Olympiad uh, coach and our lady at our lady of St. Car- Mount Carmel, our Lady of Mount Carmel Academy Science Olympiad team was qualified and competed in tournaments for over the last ten years. It's beautiful. The team recently won the University of Chicago Science Olympiad Tournament. These tournaments test students' skills to on hands-on events that include building bridges to sustain a certain weight, flying homemade model airplanes, excuse me very much, and designing vehicles that use mousetraps to propel a certain distance. Welcome Shane and Courtney. Uh, it also seems like you have two amazing kiddos with you. Um, who, who do we have with us this morning?
0: I have with me jo- Joseph Costanzo, eighth grader. And Hi, uh, Joseph.
1: Welcome, I remember the
0: science Olympiad team and the, uh, the third Child of his family to do Science Olympiad. Fantastic. Oh my. So you're a legacy. And his parents coach also. Great. And Miss Courtney, who do you have with you?
3: And I have Ellie Youngquist with us. She's also an eighth grader on our varsity team. Ellie's been doing Science Olympiad for quite a few years and her parents also coach. Um, she's also second. She had an older brother who did Science Olympiad as well. So she's been involved for many years. Fantastic. So more more royalty today on the show, uh, Melissa. It seems like we just have these superheroes
2: with us this morning. I know.
1: I'm smiling ear to ear. It's fantastic. It's a great way to wake up and spend a Monday Valentine's Day. (laughs) Thanks to everyone for joining us. You know, I learned a new word this morning when I was looking at the notes for um, this segment of the show. The new word that I learned is ornithology. (laughs) Can someone explain that word to me and to help us understand that? It sounds like ornithology is something that um, the Science Olympiad team is committed to and is part of um, what you study as part of your program.
3: Absolutely, ornithology is the study of birds. Mm -hmm. It's the scientific study of birds and it is one of our test events. Um, Science Olympiad is not like the science fair of the past that some of us did when we were kids. It really is more like an Olympic competition. There are 23 different events and students compete in three to four events uh, per student. So they have to specialize across multiple disciplines and ornithology is one of those events. It is a test style event and there are typically three types of events. Would you like to know more about them? We'd love to. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, So events are typically in one of three categories. They're either test events, lab events or build events and test events are events like ornithology they really test a student's knowledge of a particular subject or topic so in a test event students would take a written test and they would have to answer questions about this topic Um, we have lots of events that are test events like uh, disease detectives meteorology crave the wave rocks and minerals uh, solar system anatomy and physiology and dynamic planet and i think ellie and joseph you each have one of these yes yeah we we do disease together yeah that is uh-huh. definitely not
1: like the science fair that i remember i don't know about you ronnie but that was that was not my science fair experience when I,
2: I planted was an, an onion school. is what is what <laughs> i did so i I'm, I'm fully coming aware it was
3: nothing like this this is amazing absolutely and you know the test events are just one component so students also have two other types of events that they compete in uh, another type of event is called a lab event and this event usually involves kind of a combination of a test and actually performing experiments or using skills to solve real world problems. So for example, in the crime busters event, students would have to find the culprit who committed a crime by testing different powders, liquids, uh, using um, lab techniques to figure out, ooh, which person is most likely to to have committed the crime. Um, We also have events like bioprocess lab Uh, experimental design and food science, where students are kind of building their own equipment um, and using it in the lab. Uh, There are also some fun ones like Codebusters and Road Scholar and Write It Do It. In Codebusters, students actually decode um, uh, codes or ciphers uh, and they do it without pretty much any help. They just become experts. In Road Scholar, they analyze maps and topography And write it, do it is kind of a play on um, like writing instructions to build something. So if you've ever tried to build an Ikea shelf and you've looked at those instructions and thought, oh my gosh, what person did this? Uh, We're actually practicing this at the science competition level. So uh, events are really neat. You can feel the excitement in your voice
2: and that's so exciting. Um, I hear, uh principal is that miss principal shane is that olmmca was one of the smallest schools competing at the university of chicago tournament uh how are the kids how do you prepare them for that arena right we're a tiny school on the southeast side so i totally get that feeling right i'm kind of feeling like the underdogs how do you prepare your students for that miss courtney how do you prepare your students for that uh and playing on that larger uh platform
0: yeah well they're they're prepared um you know this is a long season so that's one of the one of the things that's really great for students but challenging for students so most uh teams start studying uh late october probably at the latest early november at the absolute latest and so it's a very long season so by the time they were at the university of chicago uh, they're a pretty confident group we had already competed in five or six tournaments there's certainly a level of excitement when you go into a tournament um, whether it's remotely even more when when it is in person and so, but the students are prepared. They they have fun. Um, I think there's a lot of camaraderie among the team and they have, they have a great job. So we, we've been, we've really worked our way up. This is our 10th year of doing Science Olympiad. So we had a, a 10 years ago, a parent said, Hey, I heard about this neat event and was familiar with it from another school. And uh, Joanne Blake, our science teacher at the time, who has since retired, but still comes back to coach Science Olympiad, uh, gave it a try. And we sort of, stumbled through the first year and then we've had a lot of success since then and just continued to build upon the program but it's it's um it'd be great if more catholic schools more city of chicago schools got involved it's a great program i highly recommend it It, it's kind of dominated by the most part in illinois by a lot of large uh, suburban schools so these are schools that might have three four or five hundred middle school students that they they pull their 15 or 30 students from. And, and we're a school of about 75 middle schoolers. So it's still 15 kids versus 15 kids, but the pool is a lot larger with the schools we compete in. But um, we've managed to, to kind of make up for it with really enthusiastic volunteer coaches and hard work with students.
1: Yeah, we definitely want to learn more about uh, the program, but we're gonna pause right now for a really brief break. Stay with us though, there's more Catholic schools today coming your way. Catholic Charities' Veterans Employment Services help veterans find and maintain employment through job readiness training, resume writing assistance, mock interviews, and job placement counseling. We work with a wide array of employers and community partners to help veterans reach their career goals. We owe a debt of gratitude to all of our veterans for the sacrifices they made to serve our nation. It is our privilege now to assist them. To learn more about Catholic Charities Veterans' Employment Program in Cook County, call 773-808-2954. In Lake County, call 847-782-4219. You can also learn more at catholiccharities.net. To all United States Veterans, thank you for your service.
0: We've been together in spirit. And now, when you are ready,
1: our doors are open wide. Nuestras puertas están abiertas de par en par.
0: Nasze drzwi są otwarte. And we're here to welcome you back to Catholic Mass.
1: everyone to Catholic Schools Today. I'm Melissa Link from the Archdiocese of Chicago, Office of Catholic Schools, and I'm joined remotely by Ronnie Faison, Principal at St. Francis de Sales High School. We're broadcasting live on WNDZ Radio 750 AM, as well as streaming on our YouTube channel, Catholic Chicago. We're pleased to continue our conversation with Shane Stashek and Courtney Pelagi from Our Lady of Mount Carmel Academy. Welcome back to both of you as we continue to talk about the Science Olympiad program. Welcome back. Thank
0: you. Thank you. Happy to be here. Thank
1: you. I'd really love to hear from the kiddos since we've got two great eighth graders joining us.
0: Yeah. Um, Step up. Take yeah. The spotlight, Joe.
1: Eighth graders, what's been your favorite part of being part of a science Olympiad team? Were you excited to be at the University of Chicago? Were you a little nervous? What were you feeling?
0: I was I was excited because like I've been I've already done that competition and I think I was like prepared for it so. I was ready to do it.
1: I can feel your confidence. That's great. <laughs>
3: How, about How about you, Allie? you
4: Allie? Um, I think I was excited, too. I mean, it's nice because I've done it for so long that it's, like, I'm really lucky to be able to do it. And so because of that, it's, like, nerves have just turned into, like, the excitement of getting to come back and do something I really love
1: great we can see you both smiling which is a fantastic sign of how much you love being part of the group great
2: i you know the next question is one of those things and uh, as a teacher and administrator it's you know obviously it's going to be like okay we've already answered this question 65 times but i think it's it's an important question and i just want to get your perspective on it but you know covid has kind of taken over our lives for the last you know Two three years at this point, um, how has that changed the way that you prepare for the t- for the tournament? But also how it's been carried out in the last two years, um, and has that affected any of the the
3: you know in person kind of competition aspects that you guys have experienced? Sure. Well, it's it's definitely different um, when we started. So right before the pandemic, in you know kind of when everything changed for us in March of 2020, we had just gotten uh, our uh, our regional competition over with, and we won a bid to state. We were very excited to be going to the state competition, but of course it was canceled because all schools were canceled that spring, and you know that was really disappointing to students and to everybody who loves this program and who put so much effort into it. So. A lot of work was done over that summer in 2020 to make sure that the program would continue. And what they decided on was a format where there's an online platform now where students take the test. And instead of us going to a school or a university in person, because they have a lot of restrictions about who can be on campus, Now we're actually competing from our own school building. So instead of being on campus at University of Chicago, this year we competed at Our Lady of Mount Carmel Academy and students took tests and for our build events. So those are the devices that we build and that we run and test. We take video of the uh, videos of those, and then we submit them to a central event supervisor who will then grade them and who runs the whole event. So it has been a big it has been a big change, uh, but we like doing meets at OLMCA. MCA. It's fun. We still get to order pizza and have lunch in the cafeteria, and the students still get to work in teams. Uh, each event has a team of two or three students who compete. So they're actually working together. They're able to talk to each other. And I think that this is really where being in person uh, for the past two school years has really allowed our students to shine. They've been able to work together. They've been in class together. They've been able to have practices at school Um, and they're not doing this from home, right? Or doing this from Zoom this year. They're really able to connect with each other and with the coaches. And I think that's part of the reason why we've had such a strong performance both this season and last season.
0: Last year was especially important because it was really one of the few with, with sports canceled. This is a great way for us to have some school spirit and uh, a competitive season. So when, when some schools unfortunately didn't have much, Science Olympiad, uh, while not exactly how it was in person, but it still carried on and su- students got to be part of a team and compete and have school spirit. And um, it, it opened up some things. We This year you can compete nationally. So we remotely competed in a, a tournament in Ohio, in a tournament in Wisconsin, we competed against teams from California, New York, uh, Florida. So the competitions really became more nationwide competitions, wow. which was was kind of unique. And you could test yourself against some of the better schools all over the country, not just the schools that were in driving. Wisconsin.
1: That is unique. But we're anxious to get
0: back in person, no doubt. So yeah. Far, the- exciting experience.
1: The pandemic certainly has changed everything for sure and Shane we've been told that your school has a special relationship with DePaul College Prep. Can you tell us a little bit more about it?
0: Well Courtney actually her older daughter goes to DePaul and she uh, knows a little bit more so I'm gonna let Courtney talk about this one.
3: Sure absolutely. Uh, This actually got started because one of our coaches, our volunteer coaches, Christy Grant, her daughter Audrey is in Science Olympiad and she coaches the BioProcess Lab. And she connected with one of the teachers at DePaul College Prep at a, I think an open house or some kind of DePaul event. And we started a partnership where DePaul is actually letting our students come to their school and use their state-of-the-art science uh, lab and also their uh, 3D printing lab. So we've had a one occasion where it was kind of a big field trip. We brought a whole bunch of students over there. They got to extract DNA using an experiment, and they got to 3D print chromosomes. So it was really a wonderful event. We've got another one coming up later on in February. So it's really kind of exciting to get that partnership going. I know DePaul is thinking about maybe Uh, Getting a science Olympiad team going at the high school level for next year. So this is both a middle and a high school competition. Uh, We would love to be able to send a lot of our great SIO students over there uh, so that they could continue in high school. I love that. So as
2: we look, you know, you you guys have seen some amazing success, and I'm inspired just hearing you guys talk. Um, My mind is kind of racing. I'm going, okay, I got to get to my science department and tell them all about this. So I think it's just so so beautiful what you're doing. But, you know, as you look back on all the progress that you've made, what are some of the the ones, the projects that just kind of shine for you? Those projects that you go, we really did an amazing job, and I'm sure you feel that about each one, but are there some some specific projects that you just really feel like you guys just knocked it out of the park with? Well,
0: what, what, one event that was really uh, kind of uh, really representative of our school was we competed in a very competitive tournament uh, in Ohio, and we got an award because we there had a lot of extra events and trial events, so our, our students had to compete in a whole lot of extra events, and that was one that was really, really great. Cause we had students that were not familiar with these events, but they volunteered and they said they would try it. And some of them you had till midnight to complete the test. And I know we had students at 11 o'clock at night still trying to do these extra extra tests. And um, it allowed us to to be right up there on the medal podium with some nationally ranked schools for this for doing this, this extra work. And that was really impressive because the students went above and beyond. The the students probably put in an extra, I would say, minimum of probably three to five hours extra a week where they're meeting after school with the coach um, three times a week for different events and sometimes even more. So you're talking about students who, most of our students already play a sport, they're in a musical, and so now they're also uh, doing three or four extra hours a week um, of homework, which for a middle school student, that's uh, a big ask, but they they do it because I think they like the program they have a lot of school spirit and they enjoy doing it. Yes, so That was a memorable one for me.
2: All well, And it really sounds like hard. have amazing support system. I mean, just talking to you guys, I mean, you, you're, you're saying words, but what you're giving is just that emotion and, and just feeling of like you really are so passionate about the work that you do. And that's something you can't make up, right. Or, or fake. Like this is, is so real so they're only successful as as a result of you and and the work that you guys do in your spaces all the time so just as a moment to just say kudos to all the work that you do and the love that you put into the work that you do
1: absolutely we're going to pause right now for one more brief break but continue to stay with us there's more catholic schools today coming your way Welcome back everyone to Catholic Schools Today. I'm Melissa Link from the Archdiocese of Chicago, Office of Catholic Schools. I'm joined remotely by Ronnie Faison, Principal at St. Francis de Sales High School. We're broadcasting live on WNDZ Radio 750 AM, as well as streaming on our YouTube channel, Catholic Chicago. We're pleased to continue our conversation with Shane Stashik and Courtney Pelagi from Our Lady of Mount Carmel Academy. Welcome back to both of you. We have about five minutes left in our show this morning.
2: Melissa one of the things that I wanted to to ask them um, is that you know I feel like you know this can't be just like a principal teacher deal right like mm-hmm. I am sure that there are a host of people that help and support this process and the work that you guys are doing with the tournament can you talk a little bit about that support system and what it means to to your school
3: oh absolutely uh, we could not do this without the support of our parent community and the school community at large we have 24 volunteer coaches. So this includes me, uh, it includes Shane, and it includes many of our parents and alumni. So our that is how the students are learning about these events and preparing and building the devices. It's through the help of our volunteer coaching staff. You know, at the some of the big suburban public schools, they have teachers who are paid to do this and the students do it as a class in school. That is not the case with us. This all happens Uh, as an extracurricular activity outside regular school time. And we could not do it with the dedication of our parent and volunteer alumni coaches uh, who do this for us. So it's a huge shout out to them. We absolutely need you. And we realize that the great work we do uh, comes from your dedication at at the beginning.
1: I can just hear that you love what you do, that it's really, truly a passion. Um, for you as a teacher and for you shane as a principal uh, which is perfect for valentine's day Um, and since we've got four of you um, from the school on the call we're both curious ronnie and i are really interested to hear about what you love most about our lady of mount carmel academy since it is valentine's day today
0: what do you love the most joseph why don't you go first uh so i think my favorite part what i love most about our school is the teachers and much extra work and time they put into our school so that we can have an enjoyable day and we can go home happy and look forward to coming to school and they had a bunch of extra fun activities, but make sure we're still learning what we need to learn.
4: And Ellie, um, you're on right. uh, um, I'd say it's kind of hard for me to not love Olafsky oh, because I've just like, I've been here for so long. I mean, um, every like I've never been to a different school. I've been at OMSA for like oh, 11 years, like my whole life I've spent here. And like, it, it's just, it's amazing. I mean, it's like, it's a smaller school, but it's like a family in that way. And I know everyone and it's just so enjoyable. And even like the opportunities we have here for things after school, like, like there's so many schools. Schools where that's just not an option, and I'm just I'm really proud to go here, and I love it. That is
2: so exciting. Uh,
4: we're so thankful that you guys have decided to spend the morning with us
2: and come and talk about your wonderful school. Um, you know, really quick, last thing, can we get an email and a phone
0: number for your school? OLMsA.org sure, are- Orl- will take you to the website. Um, has everything on there that we're doing. We have a lot of great fun activities. We have an open house coming up on February. 27th if you want to check out the school but olms org. Great. Thank you guys so much for joining us. You guys were wonderful.
2: I have a wonderful 8th grade year. Um, and, and thank you guys for spending the morning with us. To everyone else, I want to thank you for joining us today. Remember, you can share this program by copying our YouTube link to our social media and email accounts. The program comes your way monthly on WNDZ 7:50 a.m. and our Facebook page and our Archdiot. I can't I do this every month archdiocese of chicago youtube channel catholic chicago happy valentine's day and i hope you guys have a wonderful day thank you thank you
0: thank you. Thank, you thank you
1: everybody bye guys